Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm your writer. Also joining us is Evgeny. Hello, I'm Argent, and this episode to you is brought by I Mixed That Up, but it comes from Tivana, which cool. is the tea I'm drinking right now. Nice. And lastly, we got Katie. Hello, Aeonine on the forums and Discord and wherever. Nice. And we're doing more words, Brandon. We are finishing up 2021, and this episode is exclusively going to talk about the spoiler live stream that was in December. And there's, oh, wow. This is, I mean, there's, the there's a handful of juicy things. The, yeah. And our document, obviously, we're pasting all of Brandon's, you know. He likes talking. So we're, we're going to paraphrase some of these things and not read out exactly what Brandon says for the really long ones. Although we don't really have any, like, really rambly Brandon is like a page and a half yeah, of rambling. True. He's done that before. Yes, that's uh, true. We don't really have anything of that magnitude. I think here. Brandon tries to keep himself a little more uh, restrained on on things on the spoiler stream rather than regular streams where it's like a writing question and then he goes into a big anecdote about writing and things you know yeah fine. but the the one where we got Kelsier's bones was a page and a half or whatever that's true that one that one was really cool though yeah but that's because there was a story he wanted to tell about it <laughs> I was like that, okay I, well I we had no idea I think there was like half a dozen stories that he wanted to tell yeah. him but Whoever transcribed get, that one, just yeah, yep. thumbs up. Yeah. To get into the first one, which is from FAKGBF, uh, which is a very interesting one. Yeah, I'm not going to try and pronounce that. Yeah. Um, when Sazed ascended into harmony, he recreated many extinct plants and animals based on the fragments of knowledge he learned about from various religions. There, there's some a lot of other keeper knowledge involved as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Um, Many ancient and medieval texts in the real world had pictures of animals with wildly inaccurate features and proportions. Were the texts that Saza drew on fairly accurate, or are there herds of monstrosities roaming <laughs> schedule now like on Boshar? I do love this. I love this. I love this yeah. so much. And so basically the gist of it is that the Cosmere has the spiritual realm, the platonic ideals, and even though like those animals didn't exist on schedule at the time, it's like Echoes of them still existed in the spiritual realm. He also describes and then fails to remember the name of the Beast of Givadon, which is a fun anecdote. But then he concludes it like, I love seeing the pictures of all those things, the pictures of giraffes on illuminated manuscripts that have just been described third hand to someone. Your brain is going cool places. You can make monstrosities like that with hemallergy, but fortunately, Saza did not run into that problem. <laughs> love it. That one's fantastic. I hate that he added that bit at the end. Like it was, it was not necessary for you to put the image of a lion, steel inquisitor giraffe. giraffe. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's terrifying. It just, it doesn't, just it doesn't fight you with down the neck. No, no, nice. no. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Perfect. It doesn't fight you with 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 obsidian axes. It just slams its neck into you. <laughs> center of mass on the giraffe for pushing and pulling matches you know oh that's terrible <laughs> also there is there is a hemallergic bind point that is like right here yeah. 
You just have Where the that on the spike giraffe? just like go through the entire neck. <laughs> it's a thirty well, like, spike. I would assume a giraffe would have different bind points. Yeah, they probably yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, they probably yeah. would. <laughs> okay. Do we Ian 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 look at me. Look at me. Do we look at people do we look like people who were interested in actual proper serious discourse? Or are we just people who are dicking around? I mean, oh. half the, it's 50-50. It's <laughs> half the time we do one, half the time 50, the other. 50-50. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's, 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 that, yeah, that's accurate, actually. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from Aaron, who asks, does Hoyt have a spike? Hemallergic spike, that is. And uh, Brandon says, uh, yep, no questions asked. That is definitely, yeah, he, no. no. He says, he possesses many interesting artifacts. You didn't ask if he was spiked. I would say he definitely has in his ownership many hemallergic spikes. Great, thanks. So this is this is an excellent lesson in phrasing questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I feel like we've had a word of Brennan before that he explicitly does not have any spikes yeah. in him. He doesn't yeah, want because he doesn't want to be influenced. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, but it's still interesting to know that he owns mm-hmm. like uh, presumably they would not be very useful to him. He's got the emergency. I need to talk with Harmony. <laughs> I mean, realistically, that that he could have that break break glass in case of emergency. Odium's here. I need you right now. Harmony's just like, who are you again? How did you get this number? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy with the tinfoil hat, remember? You couldn't find me the last time I was in your world? We've got something from The Burning Dusk who asks, Mistborn Era 3 is chronologically after the back half of Stormlight, but will be written first. With the ever-increasing Cosmere connections, how will you keep Era 3 from spoiling Stormlight? Brandon says, it's a challenge. I mean, technically, Era 2 is post-Stormlight 5. So I've been juggling that so far. It's not long after Stormlight 5, but it is post-Stormlight 5. Karen has to, when I force her to lock down certain parts of the timeline, various places, but there's certain things we haven't locked down. For instance, I still haven't decided how long the time jumps are going to be until I write the various series. Let's just say I've managed to write Six of the Dusk, I hope without spoiling too much, and it's not the only future era Cosmere thing that is perhaps coming through the pipeline eventually before we get through with Stormlight 5. So I will just juggle this and balance this very well, I hope. I will try. I will do my best to keep all this balanced without spoiling too much. Hmm. Interesting that he's like, ah, more future Cosmere things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like he has written like so that, like part of the Six of the Dust sequel. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like, I think it is very important to shine light on, on something here mm-hmm. uh, that we need to address. Yada, yada, Six of the Dusk, yada, yada. It's not the only future era Cosmere thing that is perhaps coming through the pipeline eventually before we get through with Stormlight 5. Huh. Yeah. So, two notes here. One of them, on the... Sur- so, my, mind you, this is a YouTube live stream. We've got this transcribed mm-hmm. exactly. On the surface, what, the, what this seems to be saying is that there will be future era Cosmere thing, at least one, coming before we get Stormlight 5 next year. Or the year after that. Yeah, probably like six of the dust too. Or at least right? there's the potential for it to happen. Like, um, yeah, uh, like it's perhaps coming through the pipeline. Yeah, so yeah like, perhaps coming through. End up being after is like, 
with like, like eventually something he's working on or like around that sure, time sure yeah. but but it is interesting because one that's not a lot of time no two we don't really know of anything that he's been working on no. other than kingmaker and he's obviously doing stormlight 5 now and like has to write horn eater mm-hmm. as well right so yeah there's not yeah that's interesting um and uh, so the other notable thing here is maybe he meant stormlight 10 or stormlight 6 right yeah it's not that's true. the first that's time true. he's misspoken on stream that's true yeah very true mm-hmm. cool so this next one is from some anonymous how has Spren society impacted by Nail legally, parentheses, uh, murdering wannabe proto-radiance in the years before the Everstorm? Were they aware of what he was doing? Brandon, yes, most Spren thought that anyone who's trying to bond a human was, let's just say most of them responded as the other Ink Spren did to Ivory during his desires or... Sill during her desires. And so if your foolish Spren cousin goes to try and bond humans, they get what's coming to them is how most of them probably would regard it. It's not going to be too bad for the Spren. They're not going to be killed by what Nail was doing to the people. It's much worse for the people in that instance. Still, it's not a fun experience for the Spren. Turns out much worse to be killed than not to be killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turns Funny out how that works out. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool. That's a question that, you know, I I didn't really think about. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It, it's it it's interesting to see. It, it's not surprising, but it's interesting to see that a lot of the Sprens still see the ones who go and bond humans as weird or outsiders yeah. or they're Foolish. doing something off. Idiots. Yeah, Idiots. Idiots. yeah right. It's foolish. Uh, this next one is from Lotus. Lotus. Um, Lotus. Yay, Lotus. Are Gliss and Toomey's names at all based on the names they were before they were enlightened? This is because like, the one misfriend we have a name for is <laughs> Dreaming Though Awake. Yeah. Which does not match Gliss and Toomey. No, not even all. a little bit. Uh, for example, was Gliss's name glistening through water or something like that? Brandon, there is a relationship, yes. I love that idea of glistening through water. Oh, That's yeah. a great name. Yeah. I, th- I think what mm-hmm. she yep. proposed is fantastic. That's great. Mm-hmm. If you haven't decided yet, Brandon, <laughs> ask her for that. <laughs> I'm that sure out. she'll be happy to let you. Mm-hmm. Nice. Let Bra- Brandon, let us know in the comments below whether this is a suggestion you would go for. Cool. I like it. Uh, Alex has always one. been like, maybe there's like different misbrand nations or something mm-hmm. or, or something like this, so. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I do like Gliss being short for glistening. Yeah, I think lot. that mm-hmm. makes a lot of Very sense. Much. I tried to think of anything that Toomey might be short of. Um, yeah, it's, it's... And I don't really have any good ideas other than like tumultuous. Tumor. Good ideas? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Or, or it could be like you know, two is is one of the words, and me is the other, and they're just I don't know. Yes. Nice. Let's move on to no donut eighty six eighteen. Nice. What a horrible world with no donuts. I agree. Do you have a plan for Whimsy's planet already? Like with a developed magic system and maybe a story to go along with it, or is it kind of a wild card? And Brent says, I have plans. 
but that doesn't prevent wild cards. Let's just say I have plans. That doesn't prevent me from changing it as things develop. The only two planets I am unlikely to change are Yolen and the Aether planet at this point. Those most likely need to remain canonized for reasons that are being worked into the narratives. Everything else can be flexible. And you assume that there is one planet for Whimsy and that it's a planet. Don't make assumptions. Oh, uh, let invention have a fleet of spaceships. Would that not be so cool? <laughs> like, less less cool for Whimsy, but that'd be sweet. No, it, it would be dope if it's like, uh, uh, like a, a shield or sword style central space station and like a a whim like a version of invention or like or a, an avatar or a manifestation sure, is like why not? they are commanding the fleet and then the rest of the fleet just kind of surrounds it so many cool things when are we going to mm -hmm. see stories like this i'm glad that there are plans uh because it still feels like there's a lot of shards and if we're like all roshar skadriel you know I'm I'm excited to see other things. Interesting. So last episode we got a lot of things about Aethers, and this one it Brandon's just saying Aether Planet. Which is interesting from what we talked about in our last episode, where there was some implication that's like, well, Aethers would could claim they're from nowhere or something. Well, yeah. I think it's like there is like it's the main aether world that like most people in the cosmere think of as the aether yeah, world but, like, sure, sure, the sure. aethers wouldn't consider themselves from that world e if that makes yeah. sense. i was thinking it's more this is the planet this is the world where my aether story is gonna take place like sure. that's the aether yeah. world yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. That, that that makes more sense yeah um. <laughs> Katie, every time it's just like <laughs> the hardest mechanical thing. I it, yep. like every time it's so funny to me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it is funny. We we started off with the nice and easy. Hey, can you put a shard plate on a dog? And, <laughs> and now then it's, every other one. Well, here's a a fifteen asterisk night blood question. <laughs> <laughs> At least I understand it. Hey, nice. so it's it's Asmodeus who asks. If the only variable we change during the creation of Nightblood is to use a different elementically viable metal, say iron or bronze, instead of steel, but keep everything else constant, same breaths, same people doing the same visualization, whatever other factors were involved, would it have manifested different powers or capabilities? Brandon? Yes. Most likely. There's, and there's another one in this that says this, basically the same thing as well. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. It, it does. Does it? I mean, spiritual yeah. integrity. <laughs> like, like <laughs> the metals like, are important. How is the spiritual integrity of steel, which is a pushing physical external metal, at well, least? Well, that's in a very Alamantic centric point of view, Evgeny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I said it was... made sense, and then you brought spiritual integrity into it, and now it no longer makes sense. And I'm like, what is it? What? Sorry, come again? I guess again. we're just trying to figure out how Nightblood's capabilities would be any different. But, like, it well, could be, like, a personality metal. thing. I don't know. Like, So let's, let, let's take the easy important. example, right? Let's say 
the sword that became Nightblood was made of iron. <laughs> I'll be sure it, it has different capabilities and that it's a lot of here. So, iron's, so, oh, iron's pulling. Yeah, yeah iron is the pulling. opposite of steel. Yeah, I would. I guess I kind of would have thought that like pulls the investiture into Nightblood pulls the investiture into itself. Yeah. But no, but that's the wrong metal. That's pushing. But but also re- realistically, right? Fair chemi, it's steel is speed and iron is weight, right? Right, right. And and like. So it's not going to necessarily go off the allomancy logic, right? Yes, but in in Fabrial science, steel and iron are opposite in in the same kind of way that they are in allomancy. Sure, in I'm just saying they, like the capabilities here could be a f- more fair sure. chemical thing. But like they can also reverse polarity in Fabrials. So it's like it's like they're like Different metals do different things in different places in the Cosmere. And like sometimes there's a common theme, sometimes not so much. So like it makes sense to me, like using a different metal, like could potentially have some slight effect on like yeah. the manifestation Agreed. of yeah. Nightblood. Yeah. I'm disowning whatever the heck you're saying about spiritual integrity. No idea what you're talking about there. But otherwise, I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. It, spirit it, integrity is why different metals do different things. Yeah. And that's cool. Basically okay. all we know. Yeah. Oh, I say okay, it a lot then. because we don't know what it means. No. <laughs> Neat. All right. This next one. Ooh. This one's a Lord Ruler one. Excellent. Woo-hoo. So this one's from EA Games ZZ. What did the Lord Ruler do all day? He Have was totally- kids. Hmm? Have kids. I think you tried it once. At least (laughs) once. I mean, there's kids plural. There's kids plural. The Lord Ruler's kids. Don't get me on that. I can't believe I didn't talk about that on the last Cosmere Beefs episode. I've written it down. Whenever we do Cosmere Beefs 3, I have a beef about it. Uh, He was totally bored, right? What would he have done to get his hands on some cadmium? Brandon, he was bored, but he was also... He was not mentally all completely sane, I guess. That's a wrong way to say it. He is having trouble simply continuing to exist because of pressures and forces upon him in a Cosmere sort of way. Much as the same sort of thing is happening to the Heralds and has happened to the Fused. He was not, let's say, in a stable sort of immortality like Hoyt has found. Or should I say, he is unlike what Hoyt has found. That's very interesting. Uh, so do you think that the Cosmere pressures are just like the like the natural longevity uh, and not, say, Ruin constantly whispering to him? To get yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure Ruin is a, is a factor, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brandon is is talking about the the weight of memories mm. essentially right because mm-hmm. uh, that's what we see with Kalak in in Stormlight yeah that and also like he's using Atium compounding so and he's needing more and more yeah stored youth as he continues to exist so it's yeah. like I think that's like another like pressure like like the pull to snap him back to his actual age yeah. like is going growing greater and greater. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
getting older and older. Yep. Yeah, that that's certainly uh, honestly the Lord Ruler's immortality is probably the weakest one we that we've seen. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh as opposed to like a lot of these cognitive shadows and things. It's it's very DYI. Yeah. Although like it, Rashek has the advantage of I mean, he can always store the memories. It's very easy for him to do that. So mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Uh, um, Chance, so I, I feel like he didn't want to be very involved in Cosmere things, right? We've had words of Brandon yeah. where he was just not interested in other worlds and stuff like that. So I think he also would not have been very interested in like communicating with world hoppers and learning things from them. And so he he was probably very aware that like he was not as good as he was a thousand years ago mm-hmm. but also he wouldn't have necessarily known why that is the case and so yeah, maybe sure. if he had spoken mm-hmm. with somebody like hoyd um he would have known that oh no the problem is you have too much memories you gotta do something with them i think it's more than just the memories but yeah yeah it's like i i don't think it's like the memories was as big a deal for him because he has compromise like he has a mechanism but I don't think he knew to use them for that purpose. It would have been, to some extent, kind of just instinctive, like, if your memories are starting to weigh on you and you have the capability to, mm-hmm. yeah, why not? But I don't think he would have known that it's the memories causing his mental instability, is what I'm trying to say. Does, could Rashek just like have a really good memory and things? Or no, it was is that he could tell if people were lying. No, it was Quan. That's Quan. No, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Lord Ruler can uh, he's so experienced he can tell when people are lying. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah, something like, like a maybe a tin thing. It it's that th- I think that's all like interconnected. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause it's hard not to be when you have that much experience. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess like for me, it's like be- because he has copper for me, like he would just like naturally store memories in there. So it's like, I, I think it's more like the age thing that's the problem with, yeah, with he's being the called. Lord Luther rather than the memory thing. Yeah, because it's not a very stable sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That aging. Yeah. Moving on, this one is from Yogol Aorist. Denth and Shishara in Arsteel and Yestiel are referred to and refer to themselves as siblings, despite being returned. Mm-hmm. Does that mean they have knowledge of who they were while alive? And Vasher is the only scholar who doesn't. Brandon. Ooh, what a wonderful question. What a wonderful question. Guess what? Ratho! You are supposed to be noticing and asking that. You're supposed to be asking some of these questions about them and about the scholars and about poor Vasher and how this all plays together. I'm glad Brandon has uh, an answer for this because this is so no. weird. Warbreaker sequel one? Not soon. Not soon enough. Nope. I wonder if there is a hint somewhere in here that Vasher had a sibling. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because like it can't be Denth because Denth is not, not, not from and them. That's gross. Not from them. Oh, like you mean like not within the five scholars? Yeah, but yes. why would that matter? Oh, I don't know why it would matter, but it's one way that Vasher stands out from the others. Obviously, it can be anything else, 
but I'm trying to like, why would? Because I I think the picture we are we are being painted here is of two pairs of siblings coming together and doing scholarly things, and then Vasher is kind of the outsider who joins them, or maybe he starts doing something and then two pairs of siblings join him. Mm-hmm. But that's why would two seemingly independent pairs of siblings just and they are returned like maybe back in the day there was something special about siblings returning together Mm -hmm. or maybe endowment for some reason preferred returning siblings Mm -hmm. and so vasher not being of the same stature as those others maybe that is important in some way yeah i don't know uh we'll 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 let you know when we read uh, the the <laughs> Warbreaker sequel. Find out in fifteen years. Yeah, <laughs> if even fifteen years, like we're if. we're approaching fifteen years since Warbreaker's been out. Oof. Yeah. 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 <laughs> almost. Almost yeah. there. Yeah. Not too far. Oh, let's not dwell on that. You know, let's not let's not think about our impending doom. Just like the Lord Ruler. Valid. Let's go to the next question then, which comes from Evo Adolin. <laughs> that is a great that is a great username, by the way. That is presumably somebody with a terrible fashion sense. Well, it it's the same fashion sense, just more edgy. And black. You know? No, but the, the Evo Evo person be like me it requires you to flip the to like Evil Brandon yeah. be like, this magic system is soft. <laughs> Whatever, let's it's just a, it, get it. It, it, it doesn't it's matter. It's a meme. doesn't matter. It's a meme. Anyway, so the question is, if you yep. take a gemstone from Roshar to Taldane, would it be charged with autonomy's light on day side? And Brandon says, uh, it could capture it. I'm not sure if it would happen automatically. You could definitely get some door. I don't know that it's going to naturally pick up autonomous light. It might, though. That one's iffy for me. I'll have to think about it. I'm going to say yes to that one, but it's not going to infuse very deeply. You're going to get something in it, but it's going to vanish soon after to the point the gemstones, they would, they would have noticed on Taldane if gemstones just naturally picked this up. So you are going to get just a little, a little bit of charge, but it's going to be almost imperceptible to someone without the right instruments. Mm. And before we dig into the implications of this, there was another question that came from Waves Under Stars that's very similar to this, and it asked whether if a Radiant went to Daldane's dayside, uh, would they be able to recharge from the sunlight? Uh, to which Brandon says that they would be able to draw some investiture from the sunlight. I just don't know if it'd be useful to a radiant because it's not of it's not in the right form, right? Like the, it's yeah. not like radiants can use void light. So like, why would they be able to use like a? I mean, light? if they, if they can draw it in, then I think that kind of implies that like yeah. they're able yeah. to use it because yes, uh, once yeah. you're holding it, that automatically has yeah, an effect yeah. on you. Sure. Thing is, it would probably have a different effect. 
Yeah. Stormlight makes you want to like move and do things. And act, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Voidlight, I believe, makes you want to do different things. I don't quite it, like, remember. It inflames your emotions. Yes, it, yeah, right, right, right. So I think probably Autonomous Light would do, which I, I love how he called it Autonomous Light. <laughs> I think it probably would do something different in that way. But otherwise, I think it would just, I think they'd be, like, it, they might not be able to get very much. Maybe not enough to fuel surges with. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah, enough to enough to heal a little, enough to go faster and Yeah. I I just don't think a vanilla radiant should be able to do that. Like it should require like some sort of connection to autonomy. Because that's how mm-hmm. all the other lights work. Like you need a special connection like to be able to use that light. Um I strongly agree with that. Um, I can I can see gems being able to naturally like mm-hmm. absorb a little bit because it seems like Brandon's idea for gems is that they're special in a way similar to how metal is special in the Cosmere, in that mm-hmm. gems are natural containers for investiture. Mm-hmm. And so, sure, you can get a little bit. But the radiant one... I could just... At, at best... I, I'm thinking like it's almost like you're burning an impure metal where it's like much less efficient or something to use a different thing. But I, I, I would agree. I think you would need a connection to autonomy. I think I think it is a little weird for that to naturally work. That seems odd. Yeah. Because this is similar. To, so like this is similar, I think, to Kaladin trying to draw in void light, which he can't. Yeah. And it is also similar to Venli be being able to draw either stormlight or void light because she has that connection. So I, I think these two set up a, a, a solid precedent that yeah. you need the connection. And maybe maybe Brandon is answering this question with the implicit understanding that there might be yeah. prerequisites. Yeah, sure. A radiant can draw a little bit of investiture from the sunlight, assuming they are connected to yeah autonomy in any way that allows them to draw any amount it it sounds to me like he's saying just naturally but yeah yeah i don't like that yeah but yeah yeah don't like that i don't like it either okay i'm gonna pretend brandon did not say that great and then whenever cool. he doubles down i will fight him on it okay Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll let's schedule that in the Jordan Con for the next time. It's just Brandon versus Evgeny cage match. <laughs> he's, he's very tall, goal. so he has a lot more reach than you. He does, yeah. And and, and I'm pretty sure he's also heavier than me. Mm-hmm. Great. Good talk. Alrighty. <laughs> Moving on. I'm very glad that you didn't make me do that one because this yeah. one's not a mechanics one. Whoa, what? I don't know. It's... Maybe we need to change the order. <laughs> Just kidding. Deny. No, because no. I want my Shut next one. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut yeah. down. It's uh, from Kovadax. Kovadax. One. Sure. You've hinted before that Hoyt is, in reality, much more self interested than he is perceived to be and walks a path you yourself said you probably wouldn't condone. That's true. It. Yet at times, we see him share touching personal moments with multiple characters, such as during Shalan's childhood, or helping Kaladin through several rough patches. 
Are these also to serve his own interests or goals, or are these genuine moments he's shared with them? Brandon? Hoyd is legitimately empathetic to the individual. This is how he is. He is very empathetic to people's problems. But in the grand scale, he is more self-interested than I think people are seeing him. These things aren't mutually exclusive. He can be very empathetic to the problems Shalane is going through, while at the same time understanding that if Roshar were destroyed, but Odium were contained, then it meets his goals better than if other things were to happen. And in a moment of decision, if he was told... All right, you can sacrifice Roshar, Odium is contained forever, he would probably say yes. Meaning all these people he's empathizing with would be dead, and that's what I'm saying right there when I say sacrifice Roshar. Not that that's what would happen necessarily, I'm not saying that, but you know, given that kind of impossible false dichotomy, that's one of the places where his mind and heart is. Depending on your axis and things like this, he has, like many of us, a complex morality, but those are legitimate moments of empathy on his part where he is trying to make their lives better. But it doesn't mean that every motivation he has is purely altruistic or purely aligned with what the people on Roshar would want. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Like that. That's good. And and that's good to note that it's like, oh, that's not false that mm -hmm. he's empathizing with the people. Yeah. But yeah. I think that makes for a better and more interesting story, that conflict. Mm -hmm. But how he also would say in a heartbeat, yes, I will take this yeah. if given to me. He a would little prefer, bit of darkness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he would prefer to help these people if he mm -hmm. can. But if that hurts his own goals, then he, he's looking out for number one. But yeah, but also mm -hmm. this is a false dichotomy because like how can you guarantee that Odium would definitely be imprisoned forever and things? So mm -hmm. that's why it's a false dichotomy there. Alright. This next one is from NC Magic 97. Dragons are often depicted as much more intelligent and or powerful than humans. Are dragons in the Cosmere better equipped to handle the power or psychological influence of becoming the vessel for a shard of Adenalcium? Brandon, I would say that. Raffo. That's not where I thought you were going to go with that, so I was planning to answer a different question. The one you asked, I will Raffo to. Adam, do you want to tell the chat what question you thought they were going to ask? Brandon, they are better suited toward long lifespans, which makes them uh, just trails off, uh, but I would not say that a dragon in the Cosmere is born more wise than a human. Mm. I don't know if that's interesting. Brandon's putting in wisdom in there, uh, necessarily for yeah. holding a shard. This this calls back to the earlier Lord Ruler question, right? Because I I think yeah. what Brandon is saying here is, oh, they're better suited longer lifespans, which makes them. I, I think what he didn't say there was more resilient to the psychological effects of being alive for yeah. thousands of years. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. probably designed to withstand that. Mm -hmm. This next one is from Ratatata. Mm -hmm. Ratatata. Um, if Thydekar slash Kelsier, because they're the same person, yep. could get access to one non-Skadrian power or set of abilities, regardless of how difficult that would be to obtain, what would he be most interested in? Brandon, that's a pretty big raffo. I mean, <laughs> bondsmithing is really dangerous, so Kelsier would be attracted to, let's point that out. Here's a raffo, but I'm going to answer it anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he didn't necessarily. It's 
it's up there. It might not necessarily be yeah, 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 the yeah. thing yeah. he's most interested in. Right. Bondsmith Gelsier is a concerning oh, no. oh, God. concept. I'm just imagining Ishar or Kelsier with all the powers of Ishar, and that's a terrifying thought. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, like mm. I, I am generally pretty sympathetic to Kelsier. Right. Um, but he shouldn't have I, that much power. <laughs> I, I mean, I even even I wouldn't say that. Like I, I like him as a character. I think the things that he's doing are interesting and compelling, and I agree with a lot of what he does. Mm-hmm. Um maybe maybe a little less on the murder side, but generally <laughs> I like him a lot. Even I think that giving him bondsmithing powers is not ideal. Yeah. At least a bondsmith unchained. That would be a bad idea. Let's let's chain the let's chain that bondsmith right there. Although although it is very interesting to consider. So he did build the bands of mourning, presumably, unless there's some yeah. like massive right. switcheroo somewhere. Right. Which means it is very likely that he had, at least in one point, the power of ferrochemical connection. Yeah, but mm. yeah, that's true. How, how does storing and tapping that work? I imagine bondsmithing's much more dramatic. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, so being a connector is probably like being a budget bondsmith. <laughs> budget bondsmith. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, right? You're not wrong. But, but like, he was he was in the right neighborhood. Hmm. It still is probably actually. I mean, he hasn't been able to leave. So, <laughs> schedule. Okay. Uh, in that case, we are back to the Burning Dusk. Who it's a asks, very evocative username. I like it. Isn't it? it very, is. yeah. very Stadrian. Yeah, yeah, it is. Nice. So they ask, in the Rhythm of War, why did the anti-void light not react with the Razium in the dagger? That is a I good question. Razium dagger made of Odium's solid Stuff. investiture. Why can it conduct anti-odium investiture i will ruffle this for now says brandon good question but yeah there are some reasons here hopefully they're good ones i mean i'm assuming assuming there's good ones i'm assuming this is something he thought through but like it's weird and i want to honestly i feel like it just has to do with like the states of investiture Mm -hmm. yeah there's there's one a bit later Maybe, maybe i'll just move it up here uh, where they're talking about uh, Spren getting cut, like being stabbed with anti-stormlight and dying that way. The the questioner was asking whether if they were in a physical manifestation, if they'd be susceptible to that. But Brandon says the physical form of a Spren is going to be more resilient to this. So that's probably a similar sort of thing. If, if yeah. anything, I would say maybe the Spren metal is more resilient than just racium. By itself, because it's yes. still a actual spren rather than god metal divorced from a specific entity. There's a mind there, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it has prob- an identity field. Yeah, bring nice. it back. Nice. Uh, but you need the you need the pure racium so it doesn't have the identity field because otherwise it can't. The investor can't conduct through it. I mean, obviously, obviously, yeah, yeah. duh. That's all made up, by the way. Um, maybe so maybe maybe that's the thing maybe so it probably just is that like the light and anti-light will you know annihilate in that form but in different forms they work differently um 
Like, it's not going to be, like, antimatter in that way, because antimatter, it wouldn't matter if it was in a solid liquid or gas. Uh, And so here, I think the state does matter. Mm -hmm. Which makes it interesting to consider whether it's possible to manifest anti-investiture in a physical state, and whether that... (laughs) Will I have my anti-investiture inter- blade. Duh. Uh, and whether that would interact mm. interestingly with, with blade. its investiture version, right? I feel well, like no. No I think on no. both parts? or I think if you had, if everything else was the same and you had an anti-spren manifesting as an anti-shard blade, okay? Right? And those and those shard blades connected. I don't think they would annihilate. You think they would react more like regular matter? Yeah, I think they'd act like regular matter. Yeah, it, just because the investiture is in a more solid, like inherent, resilient. Like Stable. you can't really break shard blades unless you're night blood, uh, really, right? So I, I feel like they would inherently be resilient in that way. Yeah, I also feel like there's something in like the Hero of Ages epigraphs about like investiture and physical forms like the the state of matter does yeah matter yeah it does, um, it does. like th- this solid form like it's the most like restricted isn't yes the no right it, word, it was it was like, that word it was the most in 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 liquid form it is the most potent yeah yes which is yeah it's like liquid odd. gas then solid yeah no, I think that may have been in the Hero of Ages Q&A, but we, we did talk about it on the Atium episode. Okay, I, okay. But there's probably other advantages in, in it being a god metal. You guys uh, are indeed speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And he's like, I recognize the words matter. Nice. And state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect state. Physical. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alrighty, um, TG Jackass. Says, asks. asks, right. <laughs> no, no, it's <Yeah>. asks. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> asks, the Truth Watchers and Bondsmiths are depicted separate from the other orders in that neat little chart. Why is that? I get that the Bondsmiths are special, but why are the Truth Watchers beneath them in the middle? And is there a reasoning behind how the other orders are placed beyond just what surge they share? Great question. Brandon says, so yes, and I... And originally, I had a lot more with this chart that was going to be meaningful for the magic system and things like that. And it turns out this is way too complicated to work into the book. You can maybe see some of it in Wave King's Prime. I can't remember how much of it's in there. But in the end of the day, when I was building it, I'm like, this is one of those times where I'm doing a little too much, getting too much in the weeds, so to speak. But you can, you'll, you'll be able to see, see, it's, it's tricky because you're going to be seeing a lot <laughs> Your narration's so good. <laughs> Thank you, I try. Yeah. It's tricky because you're going to be seeing a lot of a lot of Renarin's version of the Truth Watchers and less of other versions of the Truth Watchers. But let's say that Truth Watchers have some sort of abilities relating to cognitive and spiritual realms set in a similar way to Bondsmith's. And because of that, they're often kind of opposed but aligned. And the chart is a human construction trying to explain things, much as the same way that the Alimantic chart is. And because of that, they're responding to things that have happened that are partially cultural, partially part of the magic, and they built the charts, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, 
if you don't know, there's there's a bunch of lines on like the chart as well. There's a lot of stuff going on in that Indeed. radiant chart. Uh, so many there lines. were a lot of theories at one point in time. <laughs> yeah, that's Brandon. Yeah, I think it's enough to have uh, the ten orders of radiance with the ten surges. And then you have the fuse, which do the surges differently. And then you have whatever the hell's going on with Renard and the 10 levels of void binding. Yeah, I think you have sufficient complexity there, Brandon. So it's like, oh, it's the symmetry and the diagonals. I mean, like, it would be cool if that stuff was still a thing. It it would be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, even if, like, it's a thing that, like, it never really gets brought up in the books. But, like, if we had annotations, he could go into more depth in. What's a cultural cultural thing now? Yeah. I, I had a dream that Brandon was polling the fan base whether we want annotations again. Uh-huh. Wait, that was not a dream. That was in the Patreon. That was not a dream. That was the Patreon that thing. That wasn't a dream. Oh, but no. it was going to be like behind a paywall on Patreon. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I understand why you idea. might have thought that would be a nightmare. It was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is cool, though. Uh, but yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. I wonder what sort of spiritual stuff the Truth Watchers would have. Yeah, this feels like it's it's calling mm. back. So, bondsmiths, right? The mm. the obviously they have regular powers, just like any radiant order, mm-hmm. and then they also have some some plus on top of that, which is yeah. which is connection. Mm-hmm. And I and yes. I don't know if there's any like physical expression of their connection, or if there's any cognitive expression of their connection, because connection is inherently a spiritual attribute. Well, it's more that like. Their manipulation of con- connection is an extrapolation of like, it's like it's spiritual adhesion, basically. So it's like the physical version of that is just adhesion. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So, so w- would that then imply that there is a truth watcher surge that that for the truth watchers can also manifest? In, in like a spiritual way and maybe a cognitive way. Uh, probably illumination, right? Probably it has illumination. illumination. Illumination gets to do Or like progression crap. for that matter. Like, because mm-hmm. like it's healing to like that spiritual ideal. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because like um, Adolin like sees that vision of himself like when he's getting healed. Yeah. 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 Granted, I am excited to see the Renarn Truth Watchers, but I, it would be nice to see a, some regular Truth Watchers and see what that's like. A proper. Yeah. Hey, that proper is offensive. <laughs> you know, that, that's slandering these enlightened Truth Watchers. Genny. Corrupted. All right. Clerk Antique asks, what did the singers do in between desolations? Did they have their own kingdoms? Did anyone try and create a combined nation of humans and singers? Brandon, Raffo, book five might have a few answers for you. Hmm. Interesting. I rate that interesting. I really want to know the answer to this question. Same. Yeah, absolutely. Because it seems like... Uh, so I am personally very interested in singer culture and, and everything singer stuff. So I love yeah. that. But also, if you are like every few hundred and then every few years, if you're having a war with this other people, how do you live 
yeah. with them between these wars. Like, there's not enough time for you to forget that it happened. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not going to go well. That's that's what I feel like. Yeah. So like, like on the one hand, I'm thinking, would the war end? But then, like, I think it would because if they're not being forced to fight with the fuse, they need time to recover too. Sure. So I'm, yeah, ima- I mean, I'm imagining true. just this kind of like. Neither the humans nor the singers are okay with it, but they're both forced to just kind of stop by like they need to fire. they need to rebuild. I think that could be how it happened in very early desolations, but once the radiance happened, there's the humans are gonna be remembering a lot of the mm-hmm. like like it's different in the pre Nohadon times when ninety percent of humans are wiped out, right? I feel like you're more likely to collaborate with your neighbor. If you're like, dude, we're going to die if we don't work together because, uh, like, we're, we're not going to make it to the next season or something, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I less, you... directly corru- less directly collaborate and just, like, sure, let's, yeah. not act- let's not actively attack yeah. each other yeah, yeah, yeah. in the interim. Yeah. It's so also, interesting. Yeah, if, if so many people die, if so many people and singers die, you might end up in a situation where there's just so much planet for so few people that they literally cannot find each other. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. actually a pretty reasonable point. If, yeah, 90% of everyone is like a lot. This next one is from Light Phoenix. Would an enlightened spren cause a listener to adopt a different form than a normal spren? For example, if life spren led to mate form, would an enlightened life spren lead to the same mate form? What about other creatures that are linked to spren and have gem hearts? Brandon, that is a rafo, but it would be different. I suppose I can just answer it. It would be different <laughs> because the way you phrased that question. I believe I can answer it that way. But in what ways would be Raffo? That make that makes a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Brandon is not gonna canonize on a live stream <laughs> what these different variants do, but yeah, that makes sense that they would be different. Mm-hmm. How they're different, I couldn't even fathom. Don't even know if Brandon fathoms it, but I'm up. Next question. Comes from the ever excellent, ever handsome, beautiful Argent mm. from the Seventeenth Shard. Hey, he does Please ask good questions. Patreon. He, he does, does ask good questions. It's it's what's what's good up here is also good up here. <laughs> what? I I I don't know. Uh, it's just it's just like it's like I'm rubbing my face with my hands with with like with with good questions. Wow, it's so sexy. Just the, the, like just, just... you know how. Like the, the, the skincare is products, just off the chart. The skincare products, but it swabs instead of a cream. That's very weird and disturbing. With good hair comes good questions. I'm, I'm just That's imagining. Uncle, uh, my uncle Ben told me that. Is he still alive? No, he actually got killed in a supermarket. Like, and they made four oh. movies for that. Ah, yes, of course. Wait. Spider-Man <laughs> meme. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're very chill about this (laughs) well it's because of all the movies like i've gotten used to it can can someone like photoshop screen caps of arcanum wobs and just put them on of genny's face that'd be great for me actually can we have a deep fake where an ai will automatically put wobs on his face as he talks it's a snapshot filter can deep fakes do that that'd be great Anyway, got yeah. out of your question. Anyway, now that we have stayed on topic for the past two minutes, yes. my question says, 
Uh, mechanically speaking, how does steel sight work? Uh, the scientific definition of metal gets a little murky in the middle of the periodic table. What is a metal? It, essentially, what is <laughs> a metal? That's what you're what asking. Saying. Yeah. Uh, and Brown says, yes, he does. Uh, rudely interrupting Adam as he reads my question. And we see that powerful enough elementers can see more than just metals. They see the uh, souls. They see the souls. That's the end of Bands of Morning, Steel Inquisitors. Although I, I think we are told that Steel Inquisitors see like trace amounts they see of the metal. Trace. And yes. that's a but Also, thing. they can like they see color. They see color. Like that's a thing Marish mentions in Year of Ages. What? Gonna, oh, I'm just not yeah, gonna know that. that. It's I, I don't think it's color. I think it's they see like the Do steel lines vary. Well, depending you know, on color so has like, a spiritual integrity as well in the cosmere. So you're, yeah, you're not wrong. My crack theory is because like like the um rap, is it brass um soothing is brass soothing's brass. Yes. Yes. Like bronze uh, brass pulses, like do like transmit information of like what's being soothed. Yeah, yeah. So it's like color being encoded into steel sight lines. Oh, interesting. Not out of the realm of credulity. Yeah. Anyway, okay. we should probably get to your actual question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we're getting to the question, which is uh, how steel sight work. Are connection and perception significantly involved there? <laughs> Not just involved significantly involved do they relate to no 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 that's not that's not a plebeian question uh i know this had like i put this question on my list like a year ago and uh -huh. it had to do with a with a theory that i don't remember anymore uh where i thought that steel sight and summoning shard blades worked off of similar principles and both of them are about connection oh 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 no it had to do with um <laughs> No, no, no. What well, are you talking about? That, that, that is also a theory. I'll get to it one day. Uh, okay. No, it, has to, it had to do with why are metals important in allomancy? Like, why can you see metals or push on metals or pull on metals? Like, what is special about metals in allomancy? And I thought the, the relationship there is allomancy as, a, as, a, as an arcana, as an invested art, is inherently connected to metals. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought the the connection angle to the question. And alternatively, what people perceive to be metals, which is like the first two columns of the periodic table, um, are what is being affected by allomancy. So th this is kind of the direction I was not saying a single word about. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So what's the answer? <laughs> uh, and the answer is to an extent, but the science of it also is. I feel like the stronger steel sight is getting, the more it is detecting things like electromagnetic bonds and even, you know, the strong and weak nuclear force and some of these sorts of things that is just in everything, right? And I do think in strongest applications, Elemancy is going to be moving beyond metals and moving towards things like fundamental forces. So there you go. Ha. <sighs> All right. So remember at the beginning of the previous episode when I said that our clickbaity thumbnail should be Steel yeah. Inquisitors can see gravity? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was referring to. Nice. Not that we really need the clickbait title for the WAB episodes because these are always very well viewed. Yeah, people like this. I'm yeah. not sure whether or not I like this. <laughs> it does seem a bit weird. Like, yeah. That, like, what? 
Very that, what? Is that come again? Scientifically speak, like obviously, so this is this is a rabbit hole that has rabbit holes. Uh huh. And if if I understand, if I remember my chemistry correctly, okay, metals are essentially defined by their aionic bond. Sorry, not aionic, ionic. <laughs> Yes, the aionic. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, now I just want to. It's too bad I don't tutor chemistry because I could really screw up some chemistry students real good. No, no, it's aionic. Um, and and so maybe on one level, kind of a a middle level rabbit hole, Brandon is thinking that allomancy allows you to kind of see materials that have that and and that's what defines a metal and and so he's probably following this well if if that if that is what determines whether you see something or not with steel sight then steel sight must be tied to atomic bonds right and if it is tied to atomic bonds, then that is tied to the strong and weak forces. And if it's and so if you're dealing with the strong and the weak forces, then maybe you're just dealing with all fundamental forces. I, I think that's his his line of thinking. How I think much I need he has uh, Brandon? To, I I think I need Brandon to uh, uh, think about this a bit more because <laughs> I'm like. Mm. Is that, is that what's happening? I, I mean, why does it see metal? I mean, it's it's magic. So, sure, I guess. But getting getting into, you know, ooh, we're affecting the fundamental forces. The, you could say the fundamental surges. Unfortunately, you could say that. I could, see, I could say that. <laughs> so. Alamancy is surge binding. Thank if you, you ask Roshar. <laughs> <laughs> everything's a friend Every, really everything's just Roshar yeah yeah no everything on, on Roshar Everybody. is the Cosmere's Roshar <laughs> yep. I, I cannot get over just how extra Roshar is like with, with, in the Rosharan essay it's just, it's just Chris is like this is the one place in the Cosmere where the solar system and the planet and the content it's all Roshar uh, Mr. Magatar something like that, says, sure. When Gavilar died, it took the Stormfather around five years before Dalinar started to give visions. Outside of those two, have there been any others the Stormfather started to give visions to? If so, care to give a number? <laughs> Brandon. Don't care to give a number. <laughs> but there are others that were at least investigated. It's just, I mean, a, it's just an ability with a long cooldown. Like there, There is that one death rattle about a dude Somebody who in reported seeing visions in high storms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like Brandon was asked about that, and he put the buzzkill on that theory, which maybe, is maybe it was just uh, a storm strider gave that guy a vision, and it was really weird because you know we know uh, all about those guys. I get those. Do you <laughs> those give visions? Sure, why not? <laughs> they That's are what they visions. Do. <laughs> they are. They are visions. Easy. Even I mean, better. they might be. Oh Guys, Don't we record the Wob episodes one after another. Thank God we didn't do the Adium one with this, because 
Jeez, that was an over three hour raw recording. But like, I mean, we just get it's... loopy on the second one of these, so we're just silly now. Uh, you say silly, I say fun. Yeah, I I was gonna comment that I liked how in you reading your question, it was like the most long winded thing ever of Kenny. So that's well, yeah, very no, on I brand mean, yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go to the next one by Eagle Tiger Thirty Two. Uh, there's one of those crazy things Zayz could have made, but was didn't have the balls to make. Eagle Tiger. I mean, presumably the tigers he made did actually have. Oh, that's Eagle, not Eye Tiger. Never mind. I, in my head, I was listening to <laughs> Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> so at one point, a seon is described as speaking with an odd rhythm. Number one, would someone on Roshar recognize that rhythm? And two, could a seon reproduce the tones Navani discovers in Rhythm of War? Brandon, well, they are speaking with an odd rhythm. This is, you are close, but not quite there. Has anyone actually gone and like found that quote? So, so I, I, I have a theory. I don't know if it's correct in any way. I mean, we don't know it's correct here anyway. Maybe it's not the, the pure rhythms. Well, no, they're the pure tones. The rhythm's mm. something else. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is not clear to me why there is a distinction between a shard's tone and rhythm because a shard always seems to be speaking with like with with that rhythm and to that tone. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's technically true, but but anyway, what I was going off of is like, ooh, well, seons are splinters of an original shard, and mm -hmm. splinters can have their own intent, so that could like change the rhythm, right? Maybe that they're speaking to or something. <laughs> My head cannon <laughs> is we toss all of this out the window, <laughs> and it's an odd rhythm because. They don't speak like humans, and it was a weird tone, and it was a sand that had been kept in a box for ages, poor thing, and so it was speaking weirdly, and it had nothing at all to do with rhythms and tones in actuality. And sometimes a word is just a word. I don't know if this is no. actually what happened, but... No! You know. I mean, like, it could just be, like, the Sion has an accent. Yeah, mm -hmm. but, but no, no, that, no, but, but Brandon yeah, does no. say... The, it, the yeah. questioner is is on to something. There, there is an odd Yeah. <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> Brandon spoiling yeah, yeah. There's something it. there. There's something there. But it's not quite there. And I don't think my theory's on the, on the money either, to be honest. I, I always assumed this was just a Sion speaking to, like, the rhythm of devotion or whatever. Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Uh, How are Sion's created? Maybe we'll get Elantra sequels to find out. Maybe. Eventually. Yeah. This next one is also from Eagle Tiger 32. Have we seen anyone other than Hoyd use a magic system not featured in a published story? Brennan. Depends on whether you count. You have seen some effects in some ether thing involved things in the books before. So the answer is yes. Tentative yes. Okay, so they're saying a magic system that like we haven't already like gone into in depth. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like if we didn't have the Mistborn series and we just saw 
um, Hoyt's use of allomancy in Stormlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yes? How have we seen Aether stuff? There was a, it I was mean, in, it was in a piece Aethers. of clothes. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, in yeah, a piece of clothes, and Mem got it we, out. Would, would you Brandon's call that cheating. Brandon's cheating and saying, you've seen Aether, so you've, you've seen Aether-related stuff. Well, so, they've seen some effects doesn't need to be because of the Aether thing. So it could be two separate things. I guess. Okay. You, you, could, you could say that there's effects, like, you could say maybe there's microkinesis going on in other places. Like, we, we don't mm. know what that is. Maybe we've already seen effects of microkinesis. I guess. Fine. Yeah. Let's move on to a question from Maury Willow. Oh, this one's a who, really good question. Who asks a, a question they've been trying to ask for a very long time. Very long time. And and now we finally Same, have the answer. To be honest. Uh, I don't I don't think they like the answer very much. But uh let's Great. get to it. The terms kinetic and static investiture were introduced in Rhythm of War, but not defined or explained. Yes, says Brandon. What are kinetic and static investiture good question so i've been talking about this for a while so some of the arcanists out there know no we don't brandon <laughs> <laughs> like yes brandon? we do basically I mean, like, kind I don't, of i don't yeah, feel like basically like, this is, like we know what kinetic and static are so like we could have made like interpolations like like sure. we kind of did not know. realize we i didn't realize that we didn't know this <laughs> yeah like kinetic there, and static in physics are like established things it's just like adding it to investiture like it makes sense there are some odd examples there, there where, have been where, some open questions is yeah. innate static investiture we don't know is there such thing as potential investiture because <laughs> in do. physics that's how you you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. anyway yeah anyway that's only the first sentence of the answer. Yeah, there's many more. <laughs> Kinetic is a thing I'm defining that the investiture is being actively expressed and used, and so it has certain effects. For instance, uh, you're going to see sand get charged by kinetic investiture, but not necessarily by static investiture. Static investiture being investiture that is stuck in a sphere. If you just walk by with that sphere, particularly if it's in a bag or something, the white sand is not going to see anything. But if you are actively using it to do something, if you have created it or are maintaining something, such as a light weaving, if you are flying or you are using one of the surges, then we call that kinetic. And kinetic investiture is going to show up much more easily to someone who can replicate the abilities of a seeker who can hear pulses. These are the things that Spren notice when someone is using their powers. This is white sand. There are just many more things in the Cosmere that respond to investiture being used in some way. And when it is not being used, it's harder to hear, locate, or reference. That's a useful. I I like this. This this is Thanks. useful. There's examples. This is good. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. Brandon just typically overestimates what we actually know. It's like, oh, you guys figure that yeah. out. Like, mm, I don't know about I that. 
I do think this one, but also I think he does do that in general. He yeah, yeah. in in general he overestimates what we yeah. know. This this is very yeah. reasonable to suppose the this is what shard. This means. They know that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like it's useful because it like lays everything out in a very yeah. nice way. Yeah. It doesn't really tell us anything new. So static. Mm-hmm. Well, the the investitures in the metal mind when you're tapping or storing it, that's kinetic. Mm-hmm. It it's about yeah. work being done, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yes. don't know. If, y- yes, asterisk. But magical, yes. magical magical work. work. Yes. Mm-hmm. There is. I do want to say he mentions that like stuff like uh, that static investiture investiture would be harder for like Dand and seeker powers yeah. etc to detect. He says like harder, but he doesn't say absolutely impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which does make me wonder if say like a seeker compounding or very much a savant like significantly more than Vin could mm-hmm. do more than just pierce copper clouds. If they could oh, also yeah, probably. like. Uh, feel like metal mines that aren't being pulled from. Yeah, stuff I think like that. Long ago, we had a word of Brandon about uh, detecting metal mines, on uh, that it's theoretically possible. I think it, it was like back yeah, from 2010, like over. A yeah, decade it's like ago. theoretically Power. possible to like detect like tapping or storing. Yeah, yeah. That, but no one's figured out how to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we think it's just because these are very soft expressions. Mm-hmm. This is a very small amount of kinetic investiture being used, right? Ah, it's probably like mm-hmm. less loud, you know, like in yeah. Oathbringer, like the lashings are very loud, yeah. whereas the light weavings weren't. Yeah. Um, for, because reasons, I guess. There is a line in here where uh, Brandon says that White Sand is not necessarily going to be charged by static investiture. Mm-hmm. I think that is just wrong. What do you mean? Uh, I, I think it will. It's just much more slowly. Uh, I, do we not see spheres just sitting on the table, charge sand? Like, was that but it, not one like, of the I money? think specifically it's being charged by, like, the leaking. Like, as, like, it leaks out, like, it's kind of, like, shifting more towards kinetic before, it, like, it fades back into the spiritual realm. Because, like, yeah, I think if you put... Static. Yeah, like, if you put white sand next to a perfect gemstone that does not leak... I don't think it would be charged. His example of static investiture was just plain spheres, though. I'd have to reread the yes, scenes. Yeah, and like when it's in the sand. sphere, it is static. It's mm-hmm. it's but the sand is being charged by this um, sand that's being by the stormlight that's leaking out. Mm. Yeah, but that's happening like basically with every sphere, isn't it? Like all the time. Yes. I yes. I I don't understand. The problem, because I'm like, yes, like when it's in the sphere, it is static. It's not charging anything. As it leaks out, it's no longer quite static. Like it's transferring more right. kinetic, and it's as it's getting like pulled back into the spiritual realm, and uh-huh. that's when it's charging the sand. Then, in that case, it wouldn't have made sense for him to use them as an example of static investiture. Because they inherently would be kinetic. But they always leak. Them. They always Except leak. Except if it's a perfect gemstone. And it's like. Yes, it's- but he didn't mention those. He didn't mention perfect gemstones. Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. No, he, did. he, he, he did didn't. Not. He did not. He didn't. I think he's like. I think he's 
leaving aside like the fact that gemstones leak, they hold when it's in the gemstone is what he's talking about. This is and a it's question. Like, it's like, does not make sense. And like, if you like move it past said. quickly, like it's not going to pick up on. Like it just makes sense to me. I'm I'm gonna stop talking because we're just okay. gonna argue. Yeah, you just go in circles. I, mm-hmm. I would really need to see the scenes. Like, is there a scene where it's next to gems and the sand is being charged? Is is that is that how it works? I mean, I like it's it is in um the um rhythm of war when Navani is doing her like experiments with light. Like there is sand there sand they're getting charged but she's also pulling it out of gems and like yeah, doing yeah, a yeah. whole bunch of yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah one one thing that is not mentioned anywhere here that is interesting to me is investiture that is how how can i phrase this so so we ha- we have very overt cases where investiture does work right surges elements whatever mm-hmm. and you have very clear examples where it doesn't where it's just being stored right mm-hmm. but what if what if investiture is being stored in something and also doing very little work in the background such mm-hmm. as a radiant who has drawn in some stormlight and that stormlight is like a restore like they're not wounded or anything but the stormlight is still doing a little bit of work to restore their cells or like fight some infection inside the body or something like that. Mm-hmm. Would, would that be like a very, very quiet kinetic use? I would so. say yes. yes. Like it, it is like there he is, they are holding like an amount of static investor that's slowly being converted into kinetic investor to do work. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. I think in that case that the term static investiture is nearly meaningless. And I and I don't I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just that investiture is almost never not doing I, I think it's I anything. think it's useful. Like breath holding breath, not uh I would say is static. Yeah. That's that's having an effect. But I guess that is having an effect. It, but it's it like it's a doing aura. <sighs> So, what so, is an it's, effect? It's, right? so, like, it, it's not like more. it's not being consumed for an effect. Like yeah, it's yeah. just like it's like is consumption relevant? I yeah, think I think so. so yes, yeah. Because um, it's like it's just like it's becoming like it's enhancing your like spiritual like cognitive like no, enhancing no, you like no, as a no. person. Like it's like <laughs> like it's like. But white sand can detect spren. Spren are not consuming their own investiture. Uh, That's a good point. It does. It, it also says, so I found the line in Rhythm of War. Uh, Navani cool. gave her the strange black sand, explaining the difference between static and kinetic investiture. Navani observed and measured, learning for herself. The sand slowly turned white when exposed to stormlight or void light. However, if a fabriel was using the light, the lo- sand changed faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So it's that, a that matter does, of speed. It's like a very, like if there's a current in a, in a wire, mm-hmm. like if it's a very low current, it's not really doing much. And like you can maybe slowly, very lightly detect it. But like if, if there's an 
active action happening, then it's a higher investiture current, sure. Yeah. Uh, and so then it's degree. easier to detect. All right. I think I have to agree with Evgeny that, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but st the term static investiture is functionally not the most useful because well, it so rarely is perfectly static. It, it's, it's like zero degrees Kelvin. Maybe not that, maybe not yeah. quite that extreme, but it, it's useful to have an absolute zero or whatever it is that you are measuring, even if you are never quite hitting that. that zero. Mm -hmm. It's like measuring, you know, the ambient energy out in the universe, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're not at the absolute zero in outer space. You are almost there. And, and so for practical purposes, you are at zero. You are static. But functionally, it is it is not actually. And and it is weird because the next paragraph does talk how like the sand does change color when it, they're in the presence of a spray. Uh, it was we've a slow change, on... but she could measure it. I think we're, we've probably been on this one we for a while. Have. And I think this I is think, about, I think, yeah, I think about as much have. as we're going to be talking about. Agreed. I'm surprised I actually... I actually talked on this one. Yeah, you had and, opinions. And said things. Yeah, I had opinions about <laughs> yeah. mechanics. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Welcome gonna, to the show. What have I become? You. We'll convert you. That, we'll convert that, her from you. static <laughs> shard cast static static um, static mechanic talker to kinetic. Yeah. Great. And we'll detect it with sand. <laughs> you either sand. you either die a character person or you live long enough to become a theorist mechanics mechanics a mechanic nice. yeah no. a mechanic all right let's do the next one this one is about or is from edsguardo yeah, yeah. sure eduardo <laughs> sure yeah that's probably better yeah physiologically speaking does it watch his uncle <laughs> yeah that's that's him all right does a gem heart have a purpose beyond the investiture and spren related functions? Do creatures with a gem heart also have a regular meat heart? Meat heart! Brandon. They do have a regular meat heart. The gem heart, the function is Roshar related. It's investiture and spren related. That's why things have a gem heart, resonating with the tunes of Roshar, that sort of stuff. So that's the physiological function of it. <laughs> that's why they exist. So the answer is no, they don't have a physiological function beyond that, but that's like saying, no, the meat heart does not have a function beyond pumping blood through the body. I mean, that's why it's there. I find this um, answer hilarious. Don't. It's just like yep. the, the, the phrasing of it. It's just like, I mean, no, it doesn't have a purpose other than its purpose. Like, like yeah, like. I mean, it's a nonsense it, question. It, well, I mean, I think I think it's a good question because, like, maybe there could have been a physiological function as well. Uh, like, I think that's what uh, this person was going for. Uh, so I and, like that. And I think the question is is inherently saying or assuming, oh, the gem heart has a magical purpose. Is there a meat function that is mm -hmm. different from that? Mm -hmm. And in Brandon's head the magical purpose is a physiological purpose. Like, yeah. they're just the same. I mean, that perfectly makes sense. Also, mm -hmm. yeah. can I just say, uh, when Roshar gets into, you know, the modern age, can we have a band called the Pure Tunes of Roshar? That'd be great. 
It's like, sure. was that the, why is it the tunes of Roshar here? I don't know. Maybe that was I'm tones. hoping that's just a typo. That might it's be. possible. But the pure tunes. Also good for a cartoon, you know? Easy. All right. Let's get to this next one from Very Nice Name 16. Why does mate form have breasts? It's not the form they use to raise kids. So is this some kind of human influence on the life spread? Brandon, there are plenty of mammals who do not have breasts as a dot, dot, dot. Enlarged breasts is a secondary sexual acoustic. How about that? In humans, it is generally considered by biologists to be a form of displaying readiness and desire to mate. So not necessarily there for the babies, if that makes sense. And I think a similar thing with mate form. So uh, the fandom has called this the boobs are hot word of Brandon. So Boobs are not there for the babies. Mm-hmm. I mean, go. I'm pretty sure Brandon said those words on the live stream. Boobs are hot? I'm pretty sure. So. I don't no, think he said no, that. No, no, I don't no, think he said no, that. No, no, that was the fandom. Okay. I'll okay. have to go back. You you do that. No. Yeah. The, the canonical baby. answer is boobs are not for the baby. Yeah. And it also goes into like humans and singers can interbreed. So like it makes That's sense that there's like That's and they were made by Adenalsium to be able to be interbreed. So it's like Adenalsium yes. yeah. probably Adenalsium like, <laughs> thinks boobs are hot. Adenalsium thinks boobs are hot. God, the Cosmere God mm-hmm. was a boob person, not a butt person. Canon. Canonic, also, there, there's the there's the swarm of insects, but let's not talk about those. Those can't interbreed with the others. He was he was in a weird things. Adenalsium is hey, don't, some don't judge stuff. him. Don't judge yeah, him. Yeah. Don't kink shame Adenalsium. He's God. I, 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 I don't know, man. Swarms of bugs might be going too far. <laughs> hey, you have your taste? Moving on, I'm going to read the next question. Oh, God. Um, oh, speaking of swarms speaking of bugs. Sleepless. <laughs> It was planned. My joke, it was it was planned. I even though I was staring at this, I this segue wasn't planned. Perfect. Yeah. Nice. Moving um, on, Ian says, immediately regretting moving on. Yeah. Um Sorway asks, does sleepless let Risen carry a Dawn shard around and continue to live her life as relatively normal? Could we assume that someone like Hoyd would be able to interact with her without noticing she holds a Dawn shard? Brandon, depends. You could not necessarily assume that. I love this wob. I love it. I feel like anyone with a sufficient heightening could tell that the auras are changing around her, right? Surely? Well, we, we know like, she has vibrant. enhanced... We, we know like she has enhanced color sense. I don't think we know explicitly colors are changing around her. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is unclear. Oh no! Uh, I I think yeah, she's I just perceiving true. them more. Yeah, because um, like I think the color or a thing it's, it's, it's is like perfect like, pitch. Is a, yeah, but like perfect pitch and like color perception like are like more generic. Nah, um, investiture. No, 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 no,
about the sunlight pouring through the portal. Was it brighter than usual? Why did the colors in her room look so exceptionally vivid all of a sudden? I feel like that's just the aura uh, making things look more vivid, not that she's sensing the correct colors. I'm interpreting that differently. I could see that either way. Yeah, I definitely read that as like enhanced color perception. Yeah, but I guess color. That's how I read it the first but time. We just, no. But we just know that people with high heightenings, they do that. They The colors are more vivid around them, right? Yeah, yeah. And Nightblood makes I, the colors I, deeper around them. You you, you might yes. be onto something, Eric. But like, as I, I, like I had a point related to this oh, that okay. I got side railed was, okay. I think enhanced color perception and it's like the perfect pitch, like, are like more generic, like if you have a lot of oh, investors, sure. like, yeah, you that's get this. True. That's Whereas true. like yeah. the color aura is like more a breath specific thing. Having a lot of breath does that. Like it's theoretical, but like reading that scene, like I don't inherently see that as a color aura. I see that more as color perception. Uh I See, where I thought you were going with that statement is someone could maybe assume that they have heightenings, but you wouldn't assume Donchard, right? Uh, I mean, if, like, she does, in fact, have a color aura, yes. uh, I'm skeptical of her having a color aura. Yeah, I I definitely read that as a color aura. Like, I don't think that is necessarily unique to breath. That does not have to be like vibrancy is not what makes a returned be able to like distinguish between 50 different shades of red right mm-hmm. vibrancy is specifically the the color enhancing aura around them mm-hmm. yeah uh but I, I i think all this question is telling us or all this answer is telling us is that john shard I was gonna say vessels, but that's not valid terminology. Nope. nope. Dawn shard holders. Nope. Nope. Dawn shards are detectable. Dawn shards don't automatically know like when other people are also dawn shards. Mm-hmm. What I'm reading it as is that like they ask if he would be able to without noticing, and Brandon says you could not necessarily assume that, which I took to mean. There's a good chance he would oh, notice. That Hoyd would notice. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that Hoyd that's would true. notice. Yeah. I very desperately want a scene where Hoyd finds Risen and is like, "Oh my gosh, you're a Dawn Shard." I want that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah. very plausible. Um, yeah, but even like, to, even better. Yeah. yeah, to like respond to something Argent said, like I don't think it's that Dawn Shards can detect it, each other. It's more that like being a Dawn Shard, like. It's not like it's completely hidden. Like it is detectable. Like I think that's the point getting here. Because like I yeah. don't think Hoyt is currently a Don Shard, but like uh, yeah. he probably knows how to identify one if he encounters one. So sure. like if you know how to detect a Don Shard or like some other method, like it's noticeable. It's not like the Don Shard is hidden and risen and it will never be found by anyone. Mm-hmm. It it can be detected. You know, okay, you know sure. what holding a dawn shard is? Static investiture until you use it. <laughs> I mean, probably. It yeah. probably is, though, right? Like, you could call it that, right? So Although, it'd be hard for Hoyt as a seeker to detect that, but maybe he has this. other ways of doing that. His, his Hoydness. 
Uh-huh. Cool. Let's move yeah. on because we only have a few more pages and yeah, not many done. hours left in the day. We're almost done. <laughs> Woohoo. Uh Gracie Moo, a fellow person who appreciates Chris a very normal amount. Yes. Asks, does Chris have anyone working for her besides Naz? And Brandon says yes. Nice. That's not surprising. Nope. Cool. Let's move on. We've got another one from Lose There in Telescope, whoever nice. the heck that is. Some guy. Not to sounds, be mistaken with Lose There in Television. Sounds sounds like a, a, a pretty punny name. Sounds mm-hmm. like a, a, mm-hmm. a pun of a name. That's all sound like that. Who asks, The Fane Life from the Liar Sample Chapters is one of my favorite elements of the Cosmere so far. Has it spread significantly anywhere besides Yolen so far? I really want to say more of it. Brandon, it has spread off of Yolen in significant ways. There's so many cool mm. Cosmere places. I want to yeah. go to them. I want to see the Fane Life too. Yeah. It oh, is interesting cool. that, B- that Brandon volunteers the insignificant ways. Rather mm. than just it spread off Yolen. Yeah. Well, he did say significantly in the question. Oh, yeah. That's Has it spread uh... significant anywhere besides Yolen? Well, <laughs> sure. Yes. In that case, it is interesting that Brandon confirms that. That, that to me, suggests that this is something that Brandon has explicitly figured out as this is... In, in the modern outline of the Cosmere, this is now important, and I know how it is important. And he knows like some places they've been. A thought that does occur to me, because like reading this, I'm very much thinking um, this the skull moss and like the creeping like yeah. white landscapes. Yeah. But the Shodel like are like the humanoid expression of Fane life. Yeah, we from what little we understand. Yeah, if Shodel have gotten off to other worlds then like technically the fane life has gotten off of Yulin. So this might not be like a That's terrifying true. thing where like the Cosmere is slowly being overtaken by Skull Moss and it might just be like, yo, there are um Shodel world hoppers. Yeah. Okay. Skull so, Moss, yeah, so- the final boss. <laughs> the final moss. Mm-hmm. Yep. AAA BBB says is it possible to create a soul stamp that would allow contained investiture to think it was in its parent system? For example, if a Seon like Shalons in Rhythm of War was contained by a soul stamp box. Brandon, this is going to be hard. I'm going to give you a no with a little asterisk of, I mean, maybe you could figure something out, but that's going to be pretty hard. You're just trying to figure out a way to stamp a being that is of pure investiture. Which, good for you to be trying to figure that out, but no, that's not the way to do it. I think I, this is just asking, hey, can I, can I stamp a Sion so it thinks it is on sale? Even right, though it is but like, else. Can you stamp a Sion? Can you stamp, stamp a Spren? I don't know. I, I, that, I think that's what Brandon's saying. Like, eh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like like the idea of like stamping a box so like everything within it thinks it's in a different place like is a fascinating concept hmm which i don't think brandon really responded like he kind of like jumped on like oh like this is like a roundabout way of stamping a spread where like not necessarily 
Like I don't. I don't know I, if it would matter. I, I think he understands, and I don't think that's how soul forgery works. I, I agree. I just I think it it's an interesting concept that like he didn't. He kind of like went to like the extrapolation of it and like didn't really give like the like, theoretical thing. If you stamp a house to think the house to make the house think that it's somewhere else, that doesn't mean everything inside the house has also changed in that similar way, right? Yeah, probably in the Cosmere, but like that is like an interesting magical thing that like I'm actually reading a book that is doing that sort of same sure. exact sort of mechanic. Sure. So it's just like a, a neat thing where it's like, like it just be would be incredibly cool to like okay like be able to use like if not soul stamping but like some sort of thing that like kind of like hijacks like spiritual connection to make like this room think it's on a different planet in terms of magic and use of investiture anyway i don't think how that that's how it works so but yeah probably not okay chromium voodoo punk are there people with more innate fortune could those people store fortune quicker than others? Brandon, there are, but it is not probably in the way you're thinking. I do want to see more fortune stuff. Mm-hmm. That's going to be cool. I want to see. Yeah, that. I don't. I don't even want to dig into this one. <laughs> yeah, like, what does that even mean? Yeah, I, I, I suspect Brandon thinks that the questioner is thinking about luck, just pure luck. Yes. Yeah, and like if there are inherently more lucky people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, uh, I, I see that you're thinking that, but no. But also, yes, there are people with more fortune. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about on an episode that fortune might be like related to destiny. <laughs> maybe. In maybe. <laughs> um in in that it like shows your path through life and through time and stuff. And so people who are more, people who have richer destinies might have more fortune inherently. I don't know about that. It's like, I've also like toyed with the idea, like um, like when talking about like the kind of fortune you can store in a metal mine is like, you're like, almost like subconscious ability to like like not see the spiritual realm but like like the spiritual realm like does pervade everything so it's like it's like so like the people who are lucky it's just like you're like subconsciously making decisions that like result in a Mm. what is like the lucky result sure that's weird i want to see a spinner the chromium fairings that can store and tap luck or fortune excuse me uh i want to see that specifically on screen hang on um fortune is the future site one right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yes yes so kind of. kind of i wonder if that's kind of like if you perceive how that pervades the world and everything and you kind of subconsciously go for the thing that will make you the luckiest you're kind of seeing the future in that way it, yeah that's kind of going into what i was saying how, how they're like, connected yeah like yeah subconscious yeah. like subconsciously like subconsciously not necessarily seeing the future but like yeah but 
taking in some of the mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. all right it's like some people are better at that than others mm-hmm. i will move us to the next question yes. which will hopefully be less confusing mm-hmm. uh it comes from matt link one two three and uh, it reads, from what I understand, Preservation and Ruin worked together to create Scadrio because neither had the ability to create on their own. If that was the case, why did they feel the need to create a world from scratch in the first place? Was it not possible for Preservation and Ruin to invest themselves on a different pre-existing planet or planets and not bother each other? And Bren says, they didn't want. They wanted to create. That is an impulse that some have. And in that case, it is something these two both shared is this desire to create something. And so they did. They wanted to settle down and have a family. Yep. Mm-hmm. Settle down together. That's it. That's yep. the wob. Yep. That's that that yeah, that's that's what it says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what it mm-hmm. says. Alrighty. Coda451 asks, What has Marsh been up to? And will we see more of him in Lost Metal? Brandon, you will see Marsh in the Lost Metal. Ooh, spicy. Marsh. Marsh. More Lost Metal stuff. Our boy. Yes, Marsh is awesome. The mans. Yeah, rereading Hero of Ages and like seeing like the sucky position Marsh is in, I'm just like... Poor Marsh. Oh, I like Marsh. Like, More Marsh. Like that that scene where Ruin just abandons him and he is standing in one place as Ash just covers him. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. I am such a sucker for the Inquisitors. It's just, yes. More Marsh, please. More Marsh. More. It's really cool. Give us a Give us a Marsh POV. That'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. One, one that doesn't begin with, Marsh struggled to kill himself. Yes, yeah. give us one that's yeah. like, Marsh was glad to be alive. And I'm frolicking through the field of rebirth. <laughs> Marsh, was, Marsh was annoyed at his younger brother. Marsh struggled against the tide of puppies that was going to overwhelm <laughs> him with cuteness. But they're all the hemallergic... Uh, the construct puppies. Sorry, yeah. I I thought I thought the dog I thought the dogs overwhelming people were over on Roshar overwhelming Cal with terriers. Oh, that'd be I good. I thought too. they were all over there. Well, that, that They're all, all like, comes I'm a back. dragon. Any that comes back to the spiritual integrity of dogs. Let's go to the next question. Great. Yeah, let's do that. Madness Lemon asks, what does Lesh we think of Moash in Rhythm of War? She seemed to encourage his actions and essentially brought him into Odium's forces in Oathbringer. And according to Venley, she respects him, but it's hard to imagine she'd be cool with a lot of his behavior throughout Rhythm of War, particularly his tormenting of Calvin. Brandon, yes, but she doesn't know any of that. Madness Lemon, have her thoughts on him changed as he's become closer to Odium and embraced the identity of Vire, or does she regret pricking him out altogether? Brandon, no, Leshwi occupies an interesting space. Being closer to Odium is not a bad thing in her mind, right? She is reluctantly placed between things. She reluctantly has been put in a position she did not want to be in. 
She would not necessarily have approved of some of Moash's actions, but fighting as well as he did is something she legitimately respects. And the way he's been acting among the singers, nothing about that is a big warning flag to her. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some interesting character insight, I think. Nothing nothing to like theorize on, but it's... Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Because these two have the potential for having an interesting character dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like Moash, Leshri, and Kaladin all have Windrunner abilities. And it's like, there's kind of an interesting like Venn diagram where like they each share something with one of the others that, and they don't share like the, so like these two think, um, the one that like, the things that um, Moash and Leshwi share, like Kaladin doesn't, and likewise for all. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's like, it's an interesting trifecta. The threesome we really want. Yeah, I was just thinking, no. it's not a very good love triangle, actually. No. It, it's a terrible love triangle. <laughs> Write a fanfic about it, please. Mm-hmm. People have. Great. So next one is Striker Easy. Nice. Which, it's a very sad one. Yes, it oh. is. Much like yeah. the TN one from Ripped, last yeah. episode. Yep. What could have been? What would the dynamic between Elikar and Design have been like if Elikar hadn't been killed? I feel like Design is perfect for Hoyd, but I'm not sure how it would go over with Elikar. Brandon. She would have really liked Elikar. I think they would have gotten along very well, and she would have been very good for him. And he would have been very good for her. Let's say that Design and Hoyd are a different kind of pair, and they exacerbate certain features in the other that may not be the best for either of them. Not in any catastrophic way, but I imagine that she and Elikar would have become both better people through their bond. As opposed to Hoyd and Design. Uh, I, I will die on the hill that says... Design would have been wasted on Elokar. <laughs> yeah. I think this is very sweet, though, regardless. But yeah, Design and Hoyd are fantastic, no doubt. I do think they would have had some of this, uh, some of the same dynamic in Design kind of being Design and Elokar being like, what the heck? <laughs> Especially just like at first, before Elokar kind of grew into a different person, I think he'd be like, mm. why are you defying me, you weirdo? What are you talking mm. about? But not as good as Hoyd, for sure. Let's continue mm-hmm. by going back to Chromium Voodoo Punk, who asked, does Kelsier being a sliver make him more resistant to Harmony's control through hemallergy? And apparently, yes, it does. <laughs> Which I'm I sure if he's that's... very happy about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I do wonder if that's like a sliver thing in general, or if that's because Kelsier was a sliver of preservation specifically. Which yeah, is that's just what to... I was thinking too. Yeah. I, I could see it either way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also interesting that Kelsier is a sliver. I don't. No, we knew that. We, we, we didn't know that. Okay. We did know that because he, he held he, the power he of took preservation. Up the shard. Yeah. That makes yes. him a sliver. He, yeah. And all. All people yeah, who do yeah, that are true. slivers. Yeah. I, I was just thinking because like he took it up in a very hack knee way yeah. that like maybe it didn't mm-hmm. count, but like maybe he held more of it than Vin did at the 
well. So and yeah, that yeah, made, yeah, right, exactly. So yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Very interesting, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty, this is the last one Woo! of the day. We made it. We made it. We did. Kendra Alamancer says. Rosharans seem to love names containing words like shard and dawn. Is dawn shard a Roshar specific word, like Shadesmar? And are dawn shards names differently <laughs> in other parts of the Cosmere? Yeah, we, we want Shadesmar to be a Roshar specific word. Mm -hmm. No, we don't. <laughs> yes, are we do. We 100% want that. No, no, we don't. <laughs> are they named differently in other parts of the Cosmere? Wait, wait. Brandon says. It's more along the other way, but part of the reason they love the words, and he misspoke here hilariously, Sean and Dard. <laughs> part of the reason they love those the words, Sean you know, Dard. Sean and Dard, is relating to, the, to these issues, relating to the existence of Dawn Shards, and Shards of Adonsium, Edelnalsib, whatever, and things like that. Ben, is that you? Shush. <laughs> You've been the recording a long time. A Donaldseum, thank you very much. That's how I say it. I can't remember how you guys say it. Adonalseum. Yeah. Adonalseum. That's how Brandon says it. You. No. No thanks. Uh, yeah, this is this is nothing new, right? Yeah. It's just saying that Dawn Shards predate the Rosharan yeah. obsession with right. with prefixing Dawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. With everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's like and, they name things mm -hmm. Dawn because Dawn Shards are named Dawn. Mm -hmm. They name things shards because shards are a thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Also keeps up with the theme of Rosharans being terrible with names. Yeah, I like, mean, it's really, it's really 70%, on brand. 70% of their vocabulary yeah. is five words. It's like, hmm. Like, shard of aid analcium? What about these things? Let's call them shards, <laughs> even though, yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks. To be honest, I would love if there was another word for Dawn shards that we could use so that we don't have Dawn shards and shards. And also shards. Yeah. But like Don shards and shards are more related than shards and shards. Yes. True. That's true. Great. Or Great. Don shards and shards. Great. Love it. All right. Well, I definitely think it's time for Who's That Cosmere character. So mm -hmm. let's do that. Character is from Roshar. Menace. Yeah. Tom. Raze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere character? Ta. So, uh, you know how the game's played. You send five clues in the character to WTCC at 17shard.com. I read each clue aloud, and these guys have a chance to guess Who's That Cosmere character? This first one is sent by. Philippe and clue one. This character has been to many parties. Lady Kilicina Shores. No. Stole it from me. Cliss. All right. Cliss, no. Deep take. I remember Cliss. She was Devin. very important for two scenes. Devin, which I believe was the name of the informant guy at Kilicina's party. No, it's not that oh, person. Oh, the one I suspected to be a world hopper. <laughs> oh. Fish tank man. Fish tank. That was him, right? That was the same what? guy? <laughs> yeah. There was there was a fish tank man. I just don't remember his name. I, I didn't. I don't know if that was the same person. I don't even know. 
It, it's a it's an informant guy that meets wax next to a fish tank. Great. Uh-huh. I'm glad we had this talk. And and they oh. have like fish metaphors about bigger fish eating smaller fish. Oh yeah. Maybe they're from the Pure Lake. All right, clue two. This character is invested. Capital I. Vin. It's not Vin. Okay. I'm going to channel um our good friend Matt Comatose. Mm-hmm. Um Sean Alariel. Nope, it's not Sean. I love how parties just send us to Skadriel. Yeah. Dalinar. It's not Dalinar. Trying to leave Skadriel. All right, clue three. This character is often seen in armor. Hraithen. It is Hraithen. Yay. Nice one. Nice one. Nice. Always nice to get in all It's always nice to like have a really good misdirect, like sending you to mm-hmm. Skadriel, but mm-hmm. it not being Skadriel. It's like, oh, yep. is it though? Uh, yep. And the other clues are this character had a crisis of faith. In clue five, this character died protecting someone they loved. Very yeah. nice. All right. This next one is sent by Jackson Kotke. Mm-hmm. Clue one. This character does not enjoy wine. That's a very specific detail. Maybe. Kels- not, not Kelsey or Kaladin. The it's other K-Val-L. Um, <laughs> not Kaladin. Okay. Vin. It's not Vin. Ham? It's not Ham. All right. Clue two. This character was involved with a secret society. Graves? It's not Graves. It's go oh. like find. How about Vale? It's not Vale. Oh, no. Vale she likes her wine. wine. Yeah, she does. That's, That's true. true. I was trying to remember like the one scene. She's boozing it up. But on that note, Big Radiant. Radiant? No, it's not Radiant. I think it's Radiant. The uh, scene cl- in the wine cellar. Clue 3 is extremely helpful. Yeah. This character is Rasharan. <laughs> I, I sensed it. <laughs> the spiritual integrity of Rashar resonated through my gem heart. What was Clue, clue 2? They were involved with a secret society. Right, 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 right. Teft. It is Teft. Da da da. I'm so sad because Clue 4 and 5 were so good. Uh, Clue 4 was this character lost a shard blade. Fenderon died. Not, that's not necessary. Oh, yeah, they, they meant to clarify that, that that's what they were referring to in Clue 4. Uh, in Clue yeah. 5, this character is a surge binder. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Uh huh. When do we learn he doesn't like wine? Uh I think it's well, related he, to him like it, being like an addict. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, do when enough he for talks, him. When he talks about it, he's like wine does some of the same it but takes he goes some of the yeah. same paths. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. All right. And now it's time for our patron priority queue. Uh, you can support us on Patreon at the Herald tier, and you can submit who's that Cosmere characters that we will read less than a year away. Yay! All right. This one is sent in by Cyprian Wiley. 
Yep. We will also butcher your name. Yes, yes, we will. Mm -hmm. Uh, Clue one, this character breaks the law. Nail. It's not nail. I don't know when, but I'm sure that's... I think my definition, nail can't break the law. (laughs) (laughs) He'll make the law what he wants, and then he'll follow it. Because, like, he is the law. Like I, he swore an oath. He is the law. Nail breaks himself. Yeah. That's, oh, oh, baby. <laughs> what? What do you mean, oh, baby? What? Think about it. Maybe don't think about it. Maybe don't think about it. Because I didn't. I absolutely didn't. Breaks the law. You Kelsier. can guess. It's not Kelsier. I guess you can Iodon guess. because he murders a whole bunch of women. That's true. Uh, but it's not Iodon. He's a king. He's the law. But murder is still illegal. Like, he didn't make it. It is now legal to kill people, like, in the sewers. <laughs> Specifically in cool. the sewers. <laughs> Only in the sewers. Or like, if, wherever. If like, you go in a sewer, sewer <laughs> murder is legal on you. But this is everywhere designated, else. the designated <laughs> murder area. Murder yeah. area. Murder zone. Uh, clue two, this character tends to use violence. That prison guy, like he was the overseer or a warden at a prison that Zeth murdered in the Pure Lake. Yeah, it's not that overseer. Executed. It was a legal death. Not <laughs> okay, murder. Right, right, because they were not in the sewers. They were, okay, yeah, so right, outside his execution. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> Duh. Oh, yeah. Vasher? It's not Vasher. I like it, though. Dan? Not Denth. Clue three. This character uses their high rank to get what they want. Mm. Sadius? It's not Sadius. And breaks the law. Oh, Straff Venture? It's not Straff. What's the second one again? Uh, just this character tends to use violence. Right, right. I just knew it and then I forgot it. You didn't even ask which Sadius I meant. I'm assuming if you say Sadius that you mean... Toral Sadius, not Amaram, and not ILA, okay? So if you didn't, if you meant ILA or Amaram, you can guess it on the next clue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sadies, the Sunmaker. Sadies, the Sunmaker? No. Uh, clue four. This character repeatedly beats someone who has mental health issues. Shockingly, doesn't narrow things down. Have I? I have not guessed. No, not on this one. I've not guessed this round. Yeah, you haven't. Mm -hmm. Lindavar. It's not Lindavar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you were so excited. I was. Yeah. I get so excited over my guesses, and then they're. You did really well on the last episode. I did. I did really well last episode. Did well. Mental health issues. So you know everyone. We great. We've limited down to every Rosharan. <laughs> Staring at the books. This, this has to be somebody on the Roshar. I'm guessing Ruin, because I have ruin. convoluted things for every clue, but ruin. I can't think of anything. Because Evgeny, did you guess? I did not, but I'm also not really having any good ideas. So I'm okay. gonna go with uh, Mr. Suit. It's not Mr. Suit. All right. Clue five, despite the last clue where they beat someone, repeatedly beat someone with mental health issues. 
this character is usually regarded as honorful. Honorful? That's what the clue says. Uh, it also spells as wrong, so I'm, yeah. I mean, Amaram, presumably honorable. Like, it's not Amram. Like, okay. Who? Really regarded as Beats honorable. up people. <laughs> and he's also regarded as honorable. Honorful. Honorful. Get it right. I, I am. Full of honor. Presumably that means honorable. Usually uses, but no, that was. I, can you I read off all the clues? Yeah, can I can read do all that. The this again? character breaks the law. This character tends to use violence. This character uses their high rank to get what they want. This character repeatedly beats someone who has mental health issues. Uh, still, this character is usually regarded as honorful. As Has Kaladin been guessed yet? Nope. I'm guessing Kaladin. It is Kaladin. <laughs> and it, it's specified that Clue 4 is referring to Lesion. <laughs> Arjun's face? <laughs> Your face is... Well, woohoo! I mean, hey, I mean, the views do, do have issues. They, they do, they do. They do. <laughs> he does okay. often use violence. He yeah. is generally regarded as honorable. Yeah. He does sometimes use his high station to get things he wants, such as he when he pulls out the shard blade. Yeah, yeah. And he, he has broken the law. The law. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's Kaladin. It's Kaladin. I can't. I can't argue with this, but I don't have to like it. Yep. I was I gonna do like lax. it. I like this. Lax I like this a lot. With like beating up on Wayne. Yeah. Like I, I was gonna go with <laughs> Delinar for my last guess. Uh huh. Um. I mean, he beats a lot of people, so I mean. Yeah. I was. I was trying to remember if, if like in that bar scene in his flashbacks when he breaks somebody's back or whatever. Mm. Uh, whether that person was described as uh, mentally ill. Yeah. Mm. I, I would like this better if like Clue 4 was referring to himself as in like he beats up I, himself. I thought mm. that that's what it was referring mm. to when, mm. when Eric revealed it. Also mm. works. Sure. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks for watching these these long Wob episodes, uh, and I hope you enjoyed our silliness in this one. Uh, I don't know how much it's going to turn into an outtake, but we'll we'll find out, I guess. Um, we 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 knocked out February. Yeah, we did. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. So. We'll have an episode two weeks from now. We will go back to doing every other week, but I like putting the lab episodes back to back. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll have some more topics for you in March. And uh, you can find us on 70jaw.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. You can join our Discord. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, what should they comment down below in the comments? Last episode was explaining what happens to Phil Coulson in the later seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, that was this one, wasn't it? Was that this one? No, that, that one. was last one. Yeah, that was, that oh, was no, during, was that was yeah, during yeah, who's yeah. that Cosmere okay. character. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, I, I don't remember what we did in the last one, that's for sure. I mean... What's your favorite? Oh, Static versus kin Kinetic Investiture. Yeah. Tell, mm -hmm. tell us your feelings about Static and Kinetic Investiture. If you have deep 
uh, deeply held sincere beliefs on it. No, 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 no. This is no, this is bad YouTubing. Okay, look, okay. listen, listen. Yeah, okay. can't like if you want to drive engagement. Okay, you can't have people tell like, me how posting essays in your like you got you got to post something snappy, something short. So like because people are more likely to engage with that. Mm, okay, and so that's what you got. Post in the comments whether. Oh, no. I'm worried. Whether, whether you agree with Brandon's assessment that boobs are hot. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Easy engagement. Yeah. Uh huh. You. YouTube, please don't demonetize us. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to toggle the ad thing for sexual content. <laughs> the ad suitability. Great guys, thanks a bunch. Uh, well, bye. Disclaimer: Do not kill people in sewers. Oh yeah. Also, don't do that. Yes. Or uh, outside of the sewers. Sewers are in the domain of the law. Just, just so you know, it's not a law exempt zone. Yep. Okay. Yep. Bye. Bye. Come, come, come see us. Come see us in in Jordan Con in two months. Two months. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Bye. Bye. Bye.